Hi guys, I'm André Villas-Boas, listening to Echoes of Glory. And don't forget, whatever happens, the future is bright, the future is lily white. Come on, your spurs. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, season 12, episode 28. I'm ASD. I'm Jack. I'm Rob. And what a chit show. <laughs> And that's before we even talk about Spurs, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah, that's just the podcast in general. Oh my god, it's it's here we are again talking about a disappointing performance, and there's so many things to talk about, but we've said it all before. Um, was Conte right in what he said in his quotes? Do you think? Absolutely. I can I can read them to you if you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. They don't want you to help could, each other. The, th- the thing is, Esther, you could read. Quotes from Conte, quotes from quotes from Mourinho, quotes from Poch, quotes from Sherwood, and they 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 all tell the same story: no backbone, no fight, no gut, as Tactics Tim used to say. It was an absolutely humiliating afternoon. Like I felt absolutely ashamed to be a Spurs fan today. It's just you can lose game. I mean, we spoke about it so many times. Isn't you can lose games of football. How you can be five nil down after nineteen minutes is at any level of football is just utterly humiliating and it's a disgrace it's a disgrace and those poor fans that have traveled up there one of my mates i played football with him yesterday he went up there on his own today he flew up there to watch it on his own and after 19 minutes it's five nil like what can what can you even say to a performance like that it Shambolic. I'm not, I don't even know where to start. Like normally, I like to do a little bit of analysis and you know share what I thought I saw, but <laughs> I've got nothing. Mate, I've got it. So the uh, football dot London site, which is very difficult to read because of the advertising and stuff. Let me give you the um, scores for the players Terrible out of ten. Out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hugo Lloris one. Generous. Pedro Porro two. Generous. Romero one. Generous. Eric Dyer, one. Generous. Perisic, two. <laughs> yeah. Hoiberg, three. Yeah. Saar got two, even though he's only on for 23 minutes. Harsh. Skip got three. Kudasevsky got two, but I'm not sure what Generous. he did get that. Kane got six. Yeah. Sun got four. Generous. And then Sanchez got five. Yeah. Forster got five. Yeah. Danjuma got five. And that was for having a shot at goal. And Richardson got four. So then that says everything. And I'll tell you what else, what, let me read you. Um, do you remember the, when we finished third after trading Leicester by a couple of, you know, that, mm. that, and we beat, uh, we lost to uh, Newcastle, didn't we? 5-1 yeah. at the last season. Lamella scored for us. I read you our team. Maurice was in goal. Um, Davis was at left back. And we had Dyer in the, in the two. Uh, we had Sun and Kane playing as well. Yeah. They they have zero of those players still there. Zero. This is the thing I was thinking about after the game. There's nothing that certainly I could think of as I was coming on here tonight that I could possibly say about that game that would either not sum it up in a way that everybody already knows or be saying anything positive because I do think it's quite incumbent to try and be positive from time to time. So I was like, right, so we've got to try and look forward, right? So it's like, okay, we've got no manager. We've got to try and look forward. What what do we do? Because it feels, I've been watching Spurs an awful long time, rather like we all have, and I'm sure everyone listening to this probably has, 
I cannot remember anything as bad as this. And that's not an overreaction to this performance or anything like that, which was humiliating. But just the overall feeling around the club, the direction of the club, where we're at as a club, the momentum of the club, heading into the back end of the season, which you carry into the beginning of the next season. And of course, things can change really quickly in football, as we see so often with teams that are shit that suddenly become really good. But you think, right, well, we need a new manager. So what we should do is go and throw loads of money at a top profile manager. Okay, but we've just done that. And all of those managers in succession have played defensive teams. Because we haven't got a good enough defence and we haven't got good enough players to be able. It's not because they're really desperate to play shit football. It's not a stylistic thing. Like Conti scores loads of goals in the teams that he manages with a defensive brand of football. It's because they don't trust the defence. It doesn't. So there you go. Okay. So it doesn't matter who we go and get to manage us. Then we need new players. But then you go. Okay. So how many new players do we need? And to your point, ASD, you go like a keeper at least two centre-backs, probably now two full-backs, at least one midfielder, maybe two, probably a centre-forward, someone else to partner the centre-forward. Or You go on and on and on, and, and they are not going to spend that money, and nor should they, because the disruption will be off the scale. You'd have another Chelsea. So you just think, fuck, like, what is going to happen to that club? It's not about the manager. It's about the players. But it's not about the players. It's about the manager. It feels... Sev- and then on top of that, they got a chairman that, I don't know if you saw the Cambridge Union thing, looks like he's had enough. He looks beaten up by the whole thing. They got they got this new guy coming in to run it that none of us know. It just feels horrendous and a mess. And I'm angry, scared, worried, pissed off. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, what do you do with mm. that club? I don't know what to do. If you're Jack, broke, if you're Jack broke, always knows the answers. What do we do, Jack? I mean, you know, when I was driving home earlier, I was, I, I like you, Rob, was trying to be like, how can I not just tear into the team and absolutely everything to do with it? And I feel like the only, the only thing that they can do now is basically go to Harry Kane and say to him, we're getting rid of Lloris, we're gutting the team. Who do you want as manager? We're going to make you captain. We're going to give you a five-year deal. We're going to give you everything, anything that you want. Because the only way that we get out of this awful rut that we've been in the last couple of years is Harry Kane staying. Like, imagine how bad it will be if he goes. Mm. Like, you can't even comprehend that. We're not, there's some fans that say, oh, you're in a relegation, but I don't think it'd be quite be as desperate as that. But it, it, it can, and it might in the very near future i'll get even worse than this if you're only attacking player and you uh, the player that we put all the hopes on for every single game if he goes that'll make this season on the last few seasons actually not look too bad so the thought of it having not having him there so the only thing i can think of now that can save where we're at is pinning him down giving him the captaincy giving him a new deal giving him everything he wants whether or not he would want to sign it Christ, I mean, he can't do after today's performance. But that's the only thing. You know, they need to try and inject the feel-good factor back somehow because if they make another wrong managerial appointment, Christ alive, like, there'll be a lot of people that will just pack up going. And I, I genuinely think, love him, hate him, be in the middle and not sure about him. I do think that at the minute, Pochettino is the only guy that can bring some sort of hope back. I don't know any other managerial appointment 
that would even make me think this might be all right. And with Potts, it does make me go, he might be able to turn it around. He might not, but I'd at least feel like I've got someone to get behind and like we're, we're trying to do the right thing and move in the right direction. All this talk about Luis Enrique, like none of these managerial appointments excite me. And I, I'm, I, if I'm honest, I'm just pinning all my hopes now on that is Pochettino because that that is the only thing that can make me even feel remotely positive moving forward. And in the midst of all of that, we're still fifth. Make sense of that? Kane, unless Man United come in with loads of money, Kane is leaving next season, and Pochettino will be manager of Chelsea. <laughs> I would bet you so much money that that is what's going to happen because you go to Kane like what is, what is he going to say that what are we going to say that we haven't told him before we're going to go get the best manager in the world Mourinho we're going to get Conte and we're going to go <laughs> what, what can the we only say thing that I think, the only thing I think they could say to him if they haven't done this already is say to have a really honest conversation with him and say like like you're not just our centre forward now. Like you're, 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 you're this club. Like, what do you want us to do? And so I doubt that they've had that conversation with him because there's just a lot of egos with the ownership there. But that, that might be the only thing that tempts him to stay. But like, I'm just uh, like Rob. The word scared. I'm terrified about next season if Kane is gone. Like, what the hell are we gonna do? What, like, what are we gonna do? If you look back at all of our games this season, when we've won, it's because he's had an absolute blinder. It's not because of anything else. He, he digs us out. He's scored 24 league goals this season in a team that is shocking. And like I say, he's still somehow fifth. He didn't even look shocked today. On the, on, when I saw clips of him on the TV, he didn't look shell-shocked. He, did, he looked like, you know, no surprises with this lot. He yeah, just looked, he just looked, just looked so frustrated. I mean, I mean I, we'll, we'll, we'll probably end up keeping him because Levy won't sell him as opposed yeah, yeah. to him being so bought into... The vision of what we're doing so then you know we'll just keep cracking on going for the record and just and just keep keep ticking over i mean it seems like pochettino's going to chelsea jack doesn't it doesn't look, it doesn't look like he's i going can't to Tottenham i can't me. accept it like I, i'm just i'm just ignoring it and i'm um, ignorance is bliss to be honest like that is going to be horrendous and you know what he doesn't owe us anything pochettino at all and it's so it's like i can't do you know what I mean? I can't say to him he shouldn't take that job because it don't look like he's got that many offers on the table anyway. But it would be gutting to see him. Honestly, it would be absolutely gutting to see him there. Is it a case of where just so many of them, familiarity breeds contempt and so many of them have been there for so long that it doesn't matter who you bring in and the feel-good factor that you bring in, it, it will literally, it's it's the by far the most important thing actually I'm asking this as a question, not expressing mm. an opinion, is that they spend an absolute fortune on writing off the value of the players that they've got, getting young players, and actually just go and get a young manager. Like, just go and this guy, is it Feyenoord or whatever? That's, you know, the, like, not the most expensive name on the block, not Nagelsmann, who I'm not terribly sure about mm. anyway, but it's the, they, it doesn't matter who they put in that hot seat. If they don't change those players, it's not about the fact they're not good enough. These are Premier League players. They're probably technically good enough. Like nobody plays in the Premier League and isn't an elite footballer. This is about familiarity breeding contempt. They've been there too long. They're ingrained in a culture that isn't committed to winning and it needs blowing up. But it it all needs blowing up. You can't put another manager with those players, even Pochettino. I think you could put 
like Elite Ferguson or Elite Wenger or Guardiola or Simone in with those players and they probably have give him a tune for four months because it would be them and then they disappear just like they have because they're ultimately they've just been there too long. Ferguson sold Rooney, Wenger sold yeah. Bergkamp, you know, like that's not Eric Dyer. Dyer should have gone a long um, Eric Dyer always gets the pain, but he should have been gone a long time ago. Yeah. Like we three year deal. If the reports are true, he's getting a three year deal. Like what? What is that about? And yeah. you go, we have all worked with people who stay too long in one place of work and they it's just easy for them. They know the ropes, they just sit there, take the money, do a job, but it's not good enough, it's not challenging. And it just takes up space that someone else should be Don't taking. Rub it in. Well, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it is as well? Like there is zero accountability in that team, right? Like, and that was so apparent in that game today. Like, uh, uh, when the third goal went in, like they just get the ball out the net, right back to the halfway line. Like, there's nothing. There's no fight. Like, it might be old school. Like, I'm I'm quite an old school player when I'm there on a Saturday and like you need to dig people out like they're your teammates they're not your best friends and like w- there's no leadership in that team whatsoever and again I'm watching the, the game with my dad today he's he said for the last decade that what the club has really lacked is a proper captain and a proper leader and by captain he doesn't necessarily mean the person with the armband like anyone could be a captain of the team and we just don't have that and whenever we're properly properly tested and I don't even mean against a top technical side. I mean, teams that basically are set, set up to outrun us and put balls in the box. And we're too weak. Like, it's just a side that's got a really, really weak mentality. Um, and there was just, there was nothing, no leadership at all. Like I say, a guy with the armband has won the World Cup and the Euros with France. Centre-halves won the World Cup with Argentina two months ago. We've got England's all-time... Scott will soon to be um, Premier League all-time top goals. And like, there's nothing. They're, they're, it's just like they're in training. And it's like, I, d- I don't think there is enough accountability in that team. And I don't know how you fix something like that. Like, what would you, in, 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 any, in any walks of business and all that, if you walked into a company and you were in charge of it and nobody there was accountable for anything, and like, how the hell do you go about fixing that? Like it's not as if there's one or two that you feel like maybe we could build it around them. Like you change them immediate. Yeah. You change them immediately, all of them. And ultimately, the manager is the most important appointment that a football team can make. Right? They are. They have to be in men's football. He, as it's always a man, is the most important person at the club. Um, and that's absolutely the way it should be. And to your point, ASD earlier about Fergie. Like as soon as anyone even got close to coming within 15 feet of you treading on his shoes, they'd be out the door, right? And that's quite appropriate. And that's that, that old school mentality, you know, elite sport is not a tickling contest. And that's absolutely the way that it has to be. But I don't get the sense that the way that they run that club, it's like there are club players. That's the only explanation I can possibly think of that Dyer's getting a new three-year deal is because he's a club player and Kane's a club player. And I mean, Kane, is, I mean, he doesn't get he gets selected on merit as well as the fact he's a club player. He, he doesn't owe anybody anything. But it's the only explanation I can think of that Sun's getting still getting picked this season because he's a club player. You basically you can drop him here and there, but you basically can't drop him. You can't drop Dyer. You can't drop Larice. You can't drop Hoiberg. The club players, massive contracts, club players, and that mentality is that is just a mess. 
this Paratici is worth talking about Paratici here, right? Because he oh, went this week, yeah. bit of a disgrace. Like we knew that was going to happen, and it yeah. happened. I mean, we've still got someone in charge who was done for max fixing and banned from football, and he's in charge of our, our team. But I think it's worth saying the quality of people coming in improved during his time. I've got the list of people in front of me: Richarlison for sixty mil, Romero forty-two, Porro forty, still TBC, Kudelski for thirty, Royale. 27, Basuma, Bentka, Gill, Udogi, Sar, Spence, Longale on loan, Danjuma, Galini, Perisic, Forster on loan. Not bad. I really don't think that's bad. I think but iffy. I, I, I think with the right manager, I, I think there's, there's something in there. The big thing is he has sold two players in his time here, which is Stephen Bergwijn, who was doing everything he could to get out of this club, and we sold him at a loss, and Cameron Carter-Vickers for seven million, who... Was never played for us. <laughs> never played for us. Never played. <laughs> but we have yeah. given away Matt Doherty for free because we needed to free up spaces. And Don Belly's out on loan. Jack Clark, no one knows what happened to him. Then Reggie, Lacelso, Udogi, Winks, Spence, Hill, Roden, all out on loan. He couldn't sell players. So that's a weird thing as well. We should have sold half of this squad. And we've just had the director of football who was unable to do that, which was really odd. No value, I guess, and they couldn't get the value out the out, out the players, could they? Oh, just refuse, get them. Refuse just get to sell them. them at a loss. Yeah, but, oh, but now it's that, no. again, right? If this was if this was you two at work, and you know someone in your teams appointed fifteen people, you know, made fifteen hires in the last few years, and they've all been absolutely shambolic, like. You'd be, you'd be accountable for it. Do you know what I mean? Someone will be pulling you and be like, what the hell is going on with the hiring here? And that's the biggest issue that we've had. It's not been lack of investment. You can see how much money we've pumped in. I mean, if you went through the last 25 signings we've made, you'd do well to find one that's been a good buy. And it, it, like that, it, that is what makes me even more nervous that if they, if they do decide we're gutting the squad and we're going to bring in eight or nine players... Are they even going to be right? What's the strategy going to be? Are they just literally going to do what they've been doing the last few seasons, just chuck money wherever? Because it feels like the signings that we've made, there is no consistency with them. There's no kind of, oh, that's the type of direction we seem to be. We just seem to be buying players and trying to shoehorn them in the team. There is yeah. that. Sorry, go ahead. Well, like Ben Tucker, decent signing. He's been a good signing. Yeah, Romero. I mean, apart from stay, he's had a dodgy season. To be fair, but there's something I think he's there. been dreadful this year. I think honestly, I think he's been absolutely dreadful this year. He was a disgrace he, today. For minute one, he, he looked like I, he was. He looked like he wouldn't go shopping. He should have been culpable more than Larice. I still think Larice said something at half time and got pulled for for that reason rather than his performance. He was dreadful. So, um, about we go. That, right about that right. So firstly, dreadful performance from Larice. Right, I actually said at half time before we knew about the subs, I turned to my dad and said, I think Larice is injured because he didn't get down to any of the shots. Like not at all. So it's like I said to him, I was like, there there must be something going on there. And that because it was such an important game for the top four, it he's gone unplaying. But for him to come off at half time, like regardless of what might have happened, is shocking like if he's genuinely injured you'd try and get through the second 45 minutes and if you can't you get subbed midway through the second half you're the captain of the team to have gone off at half time five nil down what does that say to the rest of the team about your leader oh he don't fancy it so why should the rest of us bother then like 
if I'm playing football on a Saturday and I'm five nil down, you've got to, I've got to come off that pitch on a stretcher. You've got to drag me off. And if the manager says you're coming off, no, I'm not. I'm going back out there. Like, especially as the leader of the team, I think it was absolutely shocking. And if he has had an altercation with Stellini or the coaching staff and they've pulled rank, like, he should come out and say what's happened. Like, that would be being, being more of a leader than he's come across absolutely dreadfully to me. And the bit, the respect that I had for, for him, it just come, it's just come across like he didn't fancy going back out there in the second half because we were under it. And Kane, to be fair to him, has grabbed the armband and gone out there and scored in the first minute of the second half. At least he was showing a bit of fight. I just think it was dreadful. And then the interview he gave after the game, lifeless. I'm sick, of hearing, I'm sick of hearing him do those interviews. Like, don't, don't, I, I don't want to hear him do those interviews. I want to see that version of Larice that ran 50 yards to shout at son for not tracking back is one example of actual sports leadership in, you know, what, eight years? I mean, it's They're all too nice. Any, that, that's any, what that team is. No team with a, with a, with a elite mentality and a leader in it would be 5-0 down after 25 minutes. I don't, like you don't you don't go five nil down because of tactics or because the players aren't good enough or you know otherwise every FA Cup third round tie where Premier League teams go away uh, like National League teams or whatever it is they'd all be nine nil up by half time they're not are they it's because it's it's you you are only you only lose a game like that and you only capitulate like that because of mentality and desire and uh, that and I'm just a I actually think with the goalkeeping, the goalkeeping situation now, I, I honestly after that today as well, because I thought the first few goals it was dreadful goalkeeping again. Like I think Forster's ahead of him now in terms of actual ability as a keeper, which is feels like a mental statement. But I, 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 I think I think he's just absolutely finished. I mean, I'm I'm going to the game on Thursday. And it's going to be spicy if they lose that game in it. That to be honest, there'll be seats. That, I mean, I can't begin to imagine what that's going to be like, but. Do you know what? If 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 it's if I was walking up Park Lane, and I got an alert on my phone to say that they'd selected the under 17s that just won that tournament, yeah, I think okay, cool, yeah, I'll go yeah. watch that. Go for it, yeah. yeah. At least yeah, they'll go. go. At least they'll yeah. go. Yeah, I'll come watch that. The what the was... other thing as well, just while we're all on a bit of a rant here, is when you're five nil down, the game's done, right? It's it's out. You're not coming back. There was one player in the first half that decided I'm going to lay one on a player. And that was Skip. Like, s- at least do that. Like, even if you don't care, show you do. Uh, and again, I turned to my dad and said, we've got to at least pick up half a dozen bookings and just fight and show something. And he was the only one. And he went straight through the side of, I think it was Bruno, who sort of got up and said something. No one was there to back him up. Nothing. It's like we have got 11 individuals in the team and none of them want to grit their teeth. And when it's really tough and you're up against it, that there's no one there. Like, and Skip, he must have been, because Sarah had gone off by this point, he must have been the youngest player on the pitch. And he was the only one that sort of had enough about him to say, I'm going to go down fighting, even if no one else wants to. And as a supporter, we've said this for years, Asti, haven't we? As a supporter, you want to see players give their all. We'll never have a go at people for technical deficiencies. Never, ever, ever. But when it feels like the effort's not being put in, because you know as a fan, if you were on that pitch, you'd die, wouldn't you, for that club? You'd have a, you know, you'd collapse on the pitch before you came off. You'd give everything. And none of those players can say, maybe apart from Skip, can say that they did that. And I, I don't understand how, not even as a professional footballer, just as a as a competitor at any level, you can step onto any 
player field within sport and not be like, I'm giving everything here. Like I, I, I do not understand that mentality whatsoever. I mean, there are six games left. So, I mean, Stellini, in my opinion, I'm sure this won't happen. Like, the, the, he should be out of a job tomorrow, tonight. And they should go and just, I don't know who they get, anyone. You know, it doesn't matter. Give it to Harry Redknapp. Get Harry, Harry Munn and Redknapp. Eight for, for seven games. Give it to them. Anything. We start with, with four at the back. It's worth pointing that out. Yeah, quickly really. touching on that and that was dreadful um, Conte said I think it was in January he said the characteristics of the players was not so good to play a black a back or in the future probably we can try to change but if we lose unjustified he's saying the players are shit they, they're not good enough to play a back four he's playing the a bit- left winger at left back a 35 year old left winger who's played out of position all season at left back and Poro who it doesn't take a genius to tell you he's not very good at football and we're asking him to defend. Like he can't, he he, he can't defend. He, he, he's he's you know, he well, might be a winger. Where do we find in, these right backs in the Premier in League? Tr- he might be a winger, mightn't he? In the Premier League, yeah. And but but in but in in the Premier League, he's got to be able to defend. And he, I'm, you know, he's he's not been there very long, and I'm sure he's a great kid, and he seems like he's got great energy and a lot of talent, but mm. he cannot defend. And you know what Spurs are like, Rob? In 2027, we will be going back and being like, look at these players that are still here and Porro will be the next, he'll be on the next batch of players that he's in a, he'll be on a long-term deal and we won't be able to get rid of him. Like, it, it's the, the right-back situation, honestly, the recruitment for right-backs, what is going on? Like, each right-back we're getting is getting progressively worse. And what, we've gone from Kyle Walker, what was it? Walker, Trips. Yeah. Who did we have after trips? That was Doherty. Walker Peters. They Walker, Walker Peters. Peters was meant to take over. Aurier. Aurier. Um, Where was Norton in that? Wasn't that after Walker? Oh, no, Norton, Norton. Norton came in when we got Walker. Norton was oh, Norton and, was long was, gone. Yeah, he was back up. Yeah. Aurier, Emerson, Doherty, Doherty Porro. Like, come on. And and we didn't need to get rid of Trippier. That's what we've learned. Is they they wanted to. What replaced him with Walker Peters, and then we saw Walker Peters as well, who would be fine. We also <laughs> didn't need fine. to get rid of Doherty. I mean, he can't get no. in the Atletico team, but that's no disgrace. But I'd have him in my defence over Porro. At least it's not Aurea. The bit I don't understand <laughs> is, is playing Porro and Perisic's wing backs, and then playing wingers as well, playing Kulusevski out wide, and he does play out wide, and his preferred position is number ten. So why we play him out wide and Sun out wide as well, it blows my mind. I don't can, understand can that. I, can I say as well, one player that does deserve a mention is Sanchez, right? Yes. When I saw that he was being brought on at 5-0, I thought that is bang out of order from Stellini. Like, the, all what he's gone through. And yeah. to be fair to Sanchez, I don't rate him as a player at all. The mental toughness that that guy has got to have gone through what he experienced last week to then be being brought on at 5-0 he actually did all right when he came on um and he did head the ball and he cleared it and he did the absolute basics but it's worth mentioning that him coming on there as a defender at 5-0 is an absolute impossible situation and he's probably one of the only other players that can say I did give everything in the game um so I just wanted to mention that because it must have been a horrible week for him 
I completely agree. And I, I think actually he'll end up getting a great reception on Thursday. If he warms up and when he plays, I'm sure he will. The, the, the supporters realise, don't they, that that they got it badly wrong there, I think. Yeah. And I, um, I'm going to read the, the men's team out and we're going to decide whether we keep for next season or sell them to China because that's where they're all going to have to go, right? Can we not, can we not sell them further afield? I mean, it doesn't get much further than China. Or, I've been to China. Or actually, miles can, can, can we sell them like down the road to West Ham? That'd be even better, wouldn't it? Just what, 4 0. But I just, I don't even want to see him half of them again. Right. Hugo Lloris, number one. Go on. Erase. Erase. We should do one uh, each. Otherwise, it'll be unfair because we're all going to shout gone too quick. Uh, <laughs> Oliver Skip. Keep. Yeah, I'm, I'm a keep Skip. I think he's a good player. I think he's good. Hoiberg. He rise. Is bench an option? Yeah, let's do play bench erase. Bench. Bench. Davinson Sanchez. He rise. Yeah. Kim Minson. He rise. How how crazy is that after being after the last three or four seasons? He's, 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 there's a bit of me which hopes I had the thought while I was watching the text updates um, that I don't think bringing Deli Ali into our team would make our team worse, which is an awful thing to say, but I don't think it would make our team worse. If you swapped you're him not, out for you're not saying bringing back that, are you? you I'm ca- you can't not be. saying bringing back. Okay. No, everyone would be a lot happier, wouldn't they? Because um, he's good with he does a lot of tricks with balloons and stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> they, 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 that would make that would make the team a lot happier. It'd be good Makes fun his on voice go out, high. <laughs> Christmas party, right? Balloonist. Yeah. Um, so Richarlison is a bench, but sell if we can. Harry Kane. Hey, lifetime contract. Good, good, good. I mean, my uh, my brain says that we got to figure out what we're going to do without him next year. But mm. God, God help us, we uh, we have to try and keep him. I think they'll keep him for a season. They just won't let him go unless United come in with crazy money, which they might do because like, he'll be 30 if, in the summer. If he, if, if we let him walk out of our club for nothing, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I'm like, at really least, at least, at, at least if they sell him in the summer, they'll get some funds, like something. But like for him to go for nothing, we've then got to replace him with no money. He can't like, break the record next year, can he? It's too, he's too far away, isn't he? Away. 60 yeah. goals or something. And, well, if he went to City, maybe he can. He maybe, maybe he would. Yeah. yeah, so that would be my only thing. Maybe he might want to do it there. But I, 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 I don't think they'll... I think they'll let him go on a free. Best gift they can give him and uh, and they'll keep him. Yeah. I reckon they'll play him every game next season. Hope he gets injured by the end and then let him go on a free. <laughs> I really do. Uh, Emerson Royale. Hell. Hell. Perisic. Hell. Hell. He's been, so, I've been so, you know what, the parasite fit, I've been so disappointed with him, but I feel for him because he's not played a single game in his position. He's exhausted right. as well, isn't he? So like, he's like, just exhausted. You can see he's knackered. 
Eric Dyer. So, Al Romero. Jack, you selling Romero? I think I probably would sell him. After I'm so sick of it. So it might be a bit. It. it might be a bit reactionary, but like I haven't really seen the geezer have ten good games in a row for us. You want consistency from your centre halves? I haven't seen it. He's very talented, but you want. I'm happy to put up with lack of consistency from your front players because you know you can get away with that. But rogue centre halves. I, I, I don't. I don't know I, if he I, wants to be there. I feel like Spurs is an well, obvious stepping stone for him. That, that I think, is probably very true. I've seen enough good performances. I think they should keep him. But I, I think he, I think he just thinks, "What am I doing? Now? I should be playing Champions League football." I think if a big, I think if if we got offered good cash for him, I think he'd go to Italy and going to go back to going to go back to Italy, isn't he? So. Talking about him, so can't, can't get his hamstring sorted, can he? Kuliszewski. Keep. Yeah, just. He's not. He's not, he's not been fantastic. He's not been fantastic this season. He was never going to maintain last year. I think and that been, was the like, thing. I think it's been figured out, Kuliszewski. Yeah, that's my worry. I just. He's a bit lamellarish, you know. He's a bit. He's, he's been. He's been. He's a bit. It's a bit. Nasser Chasley, one foot. Been figured mm. out. Pedro Um, it's too early, isn't it? I'm going to I say still... bench to give him the benefit of the doubt because it is early, but I'm very, very worried. Tanganga, no, probably so. Got to go, just make space. Mora's going anyway. Hey. Sar, <laughs> hey. Sar, I, I think yeah, Sar would do something. You know, there was a 3-0 down today. There was one moment in the game. One of the things that I hate about this Spurs team is they all go missing, don't want the ball. And he was running around. And you could see he was literally saying, give me the ball. And he's the youngest player in the team at that time. And uh, I think they got a player there. they just got to figure out how they're going to develop him, get him put a bit of muscle on. I'll keep him. It's baffling the staffing, isn't it? Because he had that. He did. He did really well in the away game against Milan, which albeit we lost, but he did really well for a 19-year-old playing in that game. And he hasn't kicked a ball since. And then, like, he plays 15, 20 minutes today. And, yeah, all right, you know, they had to do something. And he's un- But it's like, will we even see him again this season? Just he hasn't played you know. play since January. And then you put yeah. him into that game and he's 20. It's yeah, ridiculous. It? It's just, it's just ridiculous. like they've got, to, they've got to give him... They've either got to put him out on loan next season so he can go and play 35 games, or they've got to actually give him proper minutes. And this is where... The Europa League or the Europa Conference League is not the worst thing in the world for us because it does provide minutes for these type of players. Yeah. But keep. Keep. Uh, Benzka. Keep. Keep him. But, um, but, but is he going to be the same player now? Because an ACL. Let's see. Know. Let's see. Ben Davis. I'll take myself out of this discussion. Bench. Ben Davis. So. Not, we wouldn't get much money for him, would we? He's just, he's Mr. Reliable. I, if it's possible that I could make up the difference between his value and what they get for him, I'd be happy. I'll put, I'll, if I can afford it, I'll put it in. He falls into the category of great lad, been there too long. We all need to move on. Um, we're getting to the end. Uh, Clement Longley. Bench. 
Um, this is the problem is probably probably okay. probably let him go back and don't bother. But I actually think he's done all right for us. But he's he's not my type of defender. He's he's too passive. Uh, he's Basuma. Bench. Yeah. What Didn't a player he was last year. Seen nothing of him. No. They either got I, to build the team around him and Benton Kerr, haven't they? Or, you know. Yeah, there's on. a player that. It, it, Basuma sums it all up. There's a, there's a player there. He's been terrible for us. He's been injured. We haven't seen him. And it's like. It's quite depressing, isn't it? All this. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know. Uh, quickly then, Reggie is out on loan. Sell. Jesus. Sell. I don't know. Harry Winks. Sell. Came out, said no one has spoken to him from Tottenham. I think that is so disrespectful. That is disgusting leadership. And it might speak to the, the way the club work. That says it all, doesn't it? That you says should have it someone all. watching every game and giving well, him like, feedback. Even if they're not watching every game, at least like, do you know what I mean? He's our player. And like, everyone should be treated the same, obviously. But like, this is a guy that loves Tottenham. Do you know what I mean? It means even more to him. Like that'd be like one of us, and you just completely yeah. cast aside. It's disgusting. It's shocking, Bra- isn't it? He's Brian rubbish. Hill. <laughs> Brian he, Hill. He's rubbish. Um. Uh. Sell. So, I mean, he did to go. He, he can't play in windy stadiums. He gets blown over. Sell. So. Sell. So, really odd signing. There's probably there. some sort of dodgy Paratici thing there that we've signed yeah. him and loaned him back, and and it's yeah. just like it just looks really bad now. The Celso. Got to go, isn't he? I, there's still something that hopes in me. I'm sad about I, the Celso. Mm. Joe Roden. He's got to go, isn't he? It's just never, he's not, he's not going to be first player. He's never going to play first team football for us. Is he as good as Longley? I love him, but I've seen him play like rubbish European teams for Wales, where all he has to do, it's a bit like Maguire. Maguire was great when all he has to do is stick his head on it. Whereas any time you play a ball in behind him, he's awful. Mm. I think Roden's just a bit one-trick pony. Has he even played has he even played a lot in his loan spell? Like he's no. barely played in his run. That's what I mean. It's like, and you know. uh, Spence is benched as well, isn't he now? Yeah, I was getting on to Spence. Again, hopefully there's a player there. And Dom Belle. So... Jeez. We still got him. He's going to run out of his contract. He goes on a free at the end of next year, doesn't he? That was so Unbelievable. Hopeful. Unbelievable. We haven't seen a doggy. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I've never seen him play, so you've got him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I, I'm very uh, worried. He's another can't defend mm. uh, merchant. Yeah. All the, all the positive stuff is, is, is um. Unbelievable going forward, like Poro Unbelievable going forward. <laughs> so yeah. Poro, though, apparently, that's why we bought him. Um, not many first team players in there, and it just shows you the scope of the problem. Well, but and this is it as well, isn't it? Because it's like realistically, we've probably said we'd get rid of a dozen players there, and it's like they're not going to be able to do that, are they? As well, our first yeah. team players. Um, are we going to talk about Man United? Well, I think we're going to get smashed. What in the what first Man United United? On, on Thursday, and then Liverpool. I mean. <laughs> Who, like, genuinely, like, who knows? I, I can't see us getting anything out of United and Liverpool. The only glimmer of slight hope is when you get absolutely embarrassed and humiliated like that, you have to respond. Like, you, ha- like, you have to. So, you know, could we do something Thursday? I think it's very unlikely, but you've always got a chance when Harry Kane's in your team. Yeah, 
which we're not if, going to be able to say for much longer. If they beat West Ham and we lose to United, Liverpool come to us equal on points. And but easy make top four. Easy make top four, Liverpool. With, and you look we, at their running, they've got five at home, is it? Uh, out of the last seven? Mm. Yeah, but they, they are Liverpool, nine points behind United. Liverpool at home, they've as bad as they've been, they've only lost one league game at Anfield this year. Like Anfield is a horrible ground for people because you play the occasion, not the, the not the yeah, actual yeah. eleven, and it's it's difficult. I, I, honestly, like I've sort of laughed at this the last few weeks. I'm thinking there's no way that could happen, but we could end up out of Europe altogether. Like if we absolutely, because like if we lose to United and lose to Liverpool, which is quite likely, we could absolutely collapse until the end of the season and end up tenth. And to not have we really could to not have anything. Like that would be the first time. When was the last time we didn't have any European football? Red after Redknapp's first year when he took over and we were bottom. I don't think we got European football that year, did we? Because we were about ninth. So when was that? That's like ten years ago, more than ten years ago. Oh, no. Yeah, that's not great. That, that would be, you know, that would be an absolute real low for the ownership if they do care. Like the Europa Conference League and then the Europa League. I, I hate how we look down on it because we have been dreadful in it. It's arrogant, isn't it? It's arrogant. It's so arrogant because we've always played these weird, like, half first team, half backup team, which yeah. should be there to beat anybody. But unless we're getting to the semis and the final, we can't look down we, on we it. We behave as a European powerhouse when we're in the, the so-called lesser tournaments. We haven't won anything for 15 years. Like, if we're in the Europa League or the Europa Conference League, we should be prioritising that over anything else. Like, we have to, have to, have to, have to win something in the next couple of seasons because it's like, how long is this going to go on for? And the Europa League, if we end up in that, if you win the Europa League, you get in the Champions League anyway. So you think, prioritise it. If you prioritise it and don't win it, fine. But like you say, I don't even think, we've got to the quarters, is it once in the Europa League? It's just horrible. Just any, any, anyone in the Europa League... Their league form, yeah. I mean, other than United this year, and even they've stuttered, your league form's just so hard, and it Thursday, Sunday is yeah, a yeah. Night, it's just a nightmare. Yeah, I've done my, I have done my time watching those teams. Do you remember it's when we nightmare. got beat by, was it Mura to get yeah. knocked out of the Europa League? <laughs> place. Remember how we went out of the Europa Conference League because if we had COVID, we just didn't put out a team. And didn't didn't no, turn up. Didn't turn yeah. up. Didn't even turn up at the end of 21s. All right, let's not talk about that. Do you know, bizarrely, a... just, just Europa League, I do remember at the old ground being at a game and we battered Monaco 4-1 at home. Lamella got a hat-trick, it was his Rabona yeah, yeah. goal. That Monaco team was unbelievable. Like, yeah. it had, like, at the time, they weren't top players, but, like, now, like, that, that, that the squad there. around that time, that was just when all those amazing players were emerging at Monaco. But well, they bought them, didn't they? They yeah. went for, they did the leads, didn't they? And they went for it. Yeah. They, for a couple of years and it just didn't work out I have got um, the careers of some Spurs players Jack you love this game love Rob it. I'm just going to read out a bunch of teams in order of um, when a player's been there so yeah, I don't think I've done these ones but we'll we'll see how we get there uh, let, so, me, let me guess let me guess Simon Davis is the first one it's, there is no Welsh person Okay. Um, I've had my fix. The Wrexham game yesterday was fantastic. Like to see Rob and Ryan like crying, like seeing fans who care. It was it was just lovely. Uh, Dinamo Zagreb, Hadjik Split, Portsmouth, Tottenham, 
Cranshaw. Dinamo Kiev, QPR, New York Cosmos, Rangers. Love and is and is still semi-available, isn't he? He's still still trying to get a club. I think I read the other week. Thirty-eight. He could do a yeah. job. Be- beautiful man. Um, Ajax, Hamburg, Real Madrid, Van der Vaart. Must be Van der Vaart. Van der Vaart. How much fun was they were great days, weren't they? Oh. The Van der Vaart Arsenal penalty running beyond the goal. Mouth Best celebration. Oh. We need a bit of that. There is something magical about a slow footballer. They're just there really is. A slow footballer in an attacking position, like they just make the game look so easy. I hear you. And I give you Clint Dempsey, who Rickles um, Rasiak, yeah. The juice. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I never I, I never pick someone with less than eighty pace in my, any of my FIFA teams. And that is just <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that, that is a fact. Um his middle name is Ferdinand, which I didn't know before. And right. it says in his uh, Wikipedia, it says in twenty nineteen Van der Vaart began his darts career joining the BDO. Didn't know that. But he is Dutch, that. and that's all Dutch people do. Right then. Mets, Monaco. Arsenal, Manchester City, Real Madrid, Tottenham on loan, Tottenham, oh, and a Crystal, yeah. Crystal Palace, Istanbul, Kayaspor, Olympia. And it says he's still somewhere. He's at Samasi. I don't know where Samasi are from. Who was the? Was it? Um, he was at Arsenal at a and he there yes. was a and he got subs. He was on the subs bench, and he got brought on because. Who was that striker that married like an incredibly rich Nicholas Bentner? Bentner, he got brought on, and as he got brought on, he shook Bentner's hand, and as he ran on, he said, "The only reason I'm coming on is because you're so shit." <laughs> know what? Adebayor well, on his lovely. day was unbelievable, wasn't he? He was an unbelievable striker. He Unpl- had everything, unplay- but just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't. He didn't have the career that someone of that ability should have had. That's what I would say. He scored an unbelievable goal for Arsenal against us. And he scored against us for Real Madrid, didn't he, when they battered us? Um, his celebration for City against Arsenal, still my favourite Premier League. Great celebration of all time. Wonderful, yep. yeah. Wonderful. Uh, tougher one then. Port Vale, Tottenham. And then we sent him out to Everton and Hull on loan. And at Hull on loan, he didn't play a game. And then Hull bought him. And then Hull sent him to Palace on loan where he then played for Palace and then he played for Sheffield Wednesday where he, and he finished in 2014 and he had one cap for England. Anthony Gardner. What a shout. Wow, Anthony great Gardner. shout. That Get is, in there. That's almost, I'm almost a bit sad to hear you know that. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Port Vale. The Port Vale was the, yeah. the obvious okay. giveaway. He was just, all, right, he, he was like a, a newborn foal on ice when he was playing football on the Anthony Gardner. FC Hacker, Hawks Air, Tottenham, Sunderland, where he went to Birmingham City on loan. Ajax, New York Rebels, Helsinki. No clue. Steve Malbronk. No, he played 64 times for Finland. Scored. Timu Tainio. 
Timu Tainio scored that in that the, West Ham game. That was the window mm. when we sold like four players to Sunderland, wasn't it? It was like Tainio, Malbronk, Chimbonda all went there in the same window. And then, shock, Sunderland were in a massive relegation battle. Red, that was a red lamp special, that wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. Nottingham Forest, Newcastle United, Tottenham, Villa on loan, Forest on loan, QPR. Jermaine Genus. Jermaine Genus. Genus. My favourite, you know, I've told it a million times, my favourite story about Genus is an interview he did for a magazine and he met a woman, I think on Big Brother and I don't know, maybe they interviewed the woman and they said, what do you like about each other? And I think she said, well, he don't like reading and I don't like reading. <laughs> <laughs> JJ. He's trying to get into a social media war of words with Gary Neville at the moment, isn't he? And I just want to, like, oh, if I could get his phone number, just send him a WhatsApp and go, please stop, Jermaine. Just stop, just stop immediately. Mate. It's not going to end well, that, mate. He's, he's Stop it. <laughs> like, how is he presenting the one show? He's done so well with he's done really, very he's done little really, talent. Really, yeah. really well for himself, hasn't he? Like, he's. Um, I quite I do think sometimes he says quite a lot of sense about Spurs. You just have to forget about the fact that he literally only turned up in twenty percent of the games and he was injured in nearly all the others. It's the five one, didn't he? Started scoring. Great goal for that five one. Yeah. Loved a game against Arsenal, didn't he, Joey? Mm. Yeah. Right then, this is easy. Arsenal, we went to Norwich and Blackburn on loan. Blackburn, Tottenham, mm. and we sent them to Birmingham, West Ham, Rostov and Blackburn. Played seven times for England. David Bentley. Yeah. Again, the recruitment at Spurs over the years. <laughs> Unbelievable. Still only 38. Stopped playing 10 years ago at 28. Should have he, own, he owns like a load of restaurants in um, Spain now, doesn't he? He does. He also had a massive gambling problem. Yeah. Addiction, didn't he? Yeah, you can oh. see that it just messed with him. Like, Play him in no place, was, though. Yeah, well, there's an exception to every rule, Robin. Yeah, no pace. <laughs> He's in the Rashiak camp. <laughs> he, for me, him, Joe Cole, they are players who we'll, we'll probably never see again where they lack discipline, but they had huge character and huge talent. I love Joe but Cole, man. He was so those, good, he? But like now you cannot have that lack of discipline unless you're in Dombele. But there's not many players where you don't. And that the discipline and the talent sort of squeezes out the personality a little bit, I think. It's changed a lot of football, hasn't it now? Yeah, it really, really has. Just quite this. Because you'd wonder, Tot- like, someone Tot- like, like Ronaldinho, where would he play today? What would his position be? Ronaldinho. What would he play for? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, you'd find a way, wouldn't you? But it's like, like what you say, like, that's a player that, like, you can't tell him what to do. He doesn't even know what he's going to do until the ball's at his feet and he'll do something incredible. And it's like... It's all about patterns of play and, you know, being a unit and all of that now, isn't it? That that flair and that freedom to just do something off the cuff is, isn't really in the game as much anymore. No, no, no. His debut goal for Barcelona, best debut goal of all time, worth looking up. I think it's against Sevilla, but just Google it. Picks up the ball on the halfway line, comes in, just smacks it in from 35 yards out, but it comes off the Amazing. bar, slams down. Just a complete entertainer, wouldn't he? Like, if you, if you were creating an 11 to be like, I just want to watch the most amazing football. 
Like he would be in every single person's on. He's just there's never been a player like it. No. Born to play, born born to play football. Yeah, I um, when I went, I went to Barcelona in two thousand and six seven, um, visit a mate, and there were pictures of um, Ronaldinho in every bar that we walked past. He just went everywhere. That's what he did. Um, been in prison recently, isn't he? And you've seen him just playing football with all He's the prisoners. Playing, isn't he? Yeah, nothing else to yeah. do, is there? I, and there's really, he just doesn't have any money in his bank account, but he just cracks on doing whatever he does. I, I kind of love that. Oh, I forgot about the result. But the thing is with the result, it didn't. I didn't care this time. Like I was thinking about the worst results I've ever been at. Chelsea beat us 5-1 in the FA Cup semi-final. Hated that. By Munich. That, that that result hurt my heart a little bit. But I, I don't care about going into work tomorrow and just seeing people. I know people bring it up. We just go, yeah, I, I don't care. They, they're sort of pushing us away from the club a little bit with their attitude. And I think they need to work out who their customers are. So it feels like shareholders. So I think it's a bigger deal that Beyonce's there in a month than us losing 6-1 to our title rivals. Talk, and they we've, decide, we've talked right? about it so many times, haven't we, that what yeah. are they? Everybody else, every other team, all the other 19 teams have loads of stuff going on. It's all about being a football club. And we seem a bit confused. We're a sports entertainment brand. Mm. WWE, that's what we are. Yep. And, uh, and it's We'd not... we to see Levy in the hell in the cell, though, wouldn't we? It's We'd not working. It's, it's not working. Maybe that's what we need to do. Tag team partners. Spurs players as tag team partners next week. There we go. I love but it. But the thing is, it's a sports entertainment brand that's playing in the championship. It's not a very good brand, is it? So. No. No. And it'll happen slowly. I think we're going to dip down slowly for a while. But then we might get Nagelsmann. Nagelsmann coming out and saying he doesn't want Chelsea because um, he thinks he should just get the job by himself. May speak to an ego, but I don't know what's going to happen. I'd like I, think this come, I think this comes from a place of I don't watch... German football, so I've got a bit of a bias, but I don't know why there's something about Nagelsmann that I'm not sure, and I I don't mm. know if that's just because I've not been exposed to his teams at all, but I don't know why I'm just like I it, I don't get excited about the thought of that, and it feels like I feel like I should be because everybody's like he's amazing, but like I, I I don't know anything about him. He he feels like another candidate of if he was to come, and I have to say that particularly after today they're going to chuck money at it and so i'd say it's 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 a lot more likely he's coming tonight than it maybe was two days ago Mm. is uh is he's going to spend his entire time there acting like he's doing us a favor okay good times um well i'll speak to you in a (laughs) week and we might have uh, just killed all top six hopes uh liverpool might be above us brentford might be above us so um let's let's keep going at least we won't get relegated. Mathematically, I don't think we can be relegated. So we'll still be in the Premier League next season. Oh, God. Uh, gents, thank you. I tried to finish on a positive. Um, I, I don't know what it is anymore, but thank you. Ben Davis I'll, is uh, back fit. There you go. He's on the bench. Ben, though, so. ben, ben, ben Davis is fit. And uh, even though we know it's going to be a shambles, change is definitely coming. And change, change, is, and change is good. Yeah. So actually... The future is bright. The future is lily white. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football. And I always thought that football was a very important game. But I never realized until today just how important it is.
Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next? We are Blancheflower, Ardelis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.